Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you may be. Thank you very much for tuning in to Conversations with Uncle Charles. I'm excited once more to come your way. And can I just say a very big thank you to you? Thanks for your feedback. Thanks for making time to listen to these conversations. And I hope you get inspired. Um, these conversations are supposed to um, inform us, bring us, you know, to the knowledge of what people are doing um, in our communities, local and worldwide as well. And I you know what? I'm, I'm so excited about today's conversation. So let me just give you a little story. Um, going back a few months, I as I normally do, you know, just in my spare time, just go on YouTube and I'm checking things out. And I came across this YouTube channel of a couple of guys who were reacting to some music. So I started getting into what they're doing. And, you know, there's such fun um, that I kept checking out every time I subscribe to their channels. And every time, you know, they, they put something out, I get notification. I go and check it out. Then one of my favorite artists went to America on um, Sunday Best. And we're talking Niela. And they did a reaction to Niela's music. And I thought, you know what, these guys. After that, what did they do? they got into some serious African music. We're talking about Dio and Rel here from Dio and Rel TV. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to you guys. Well, it's, it's quite late in, in, in America right now, isn't it? Yes, Uncle Charles, 6.15 p.m. 6.15 p.m. And guess what? We're actually doing this interview on the day that America votes. So guys, I, have, I hope you voted already. We yes, have. we have. And the polls Did, are open for another 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes. You're, you're in Texas at the moment, isn't it? That's right. Uh, I'm not going to ask you who you voted for, you know. You can keep your vote secret, uh, but maybe when the results are out, we might find out who you voted for because it, it would depend whether you celebrate or you don't. But hey, listen, welcome to the show, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Us. Thank you for having us. Listen, it's such an honor and a privilege to have you guys here. And I know you guys are very busy. We should have done this last week, uh, but I'm not even going to go into what happened. We couldn't do it last week. But hey, as God will have it, we're here today um, about to have a chat. Dill, tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, we are Rel in DOTV. Uh, we are YouTube reactors that react to a variety of music and artists um, from the north, south, east, and west. So, I mean, you're talking from the Philippines, you're talking from South Africa, you're talking, I mean, everywhere. Um, and so that's what we do. We inspire people, we encourage people through content. Around the world. And, <laughs> and Rel, how did how did the two of you come together? How, how what brought you two together? Were you schoolmates? Were you are you brothers? Are you cousins? Are you you know what brought you two together? Well, Dio is my best friend, my absolutely best friend, and we actually came together through a Periscope. Um, if if you know what Periscope, no, that, that, that's go, that, that goes back a while, doesn't it? Yes, a long time ago. Yes. Um, um, he was ministering with his best friend, and somehow we just all connected. And then I think it was kind of like a a two year gap or something, three year gap, and we we didn't talk for a good bit. But um, we came together. I visited him here um in Texas, and then the Lord. Well, what happened? He you took me to the airport, right? Okay, yeah, he took me to the airport, and basically the Lord spoke to me. He was like, stay. He was like, no, stay. And I was like, what? And I had, the Lord gave me a vision, and I saw you turn in the sky. I know it sounds crazy, and we both prayed on it, and then now we have Rel and DLTV. 
That's how it so, went. That's the short version. <laughs> where, where did you live originally? Where, where were you from before moving to Texas? South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I've never been to South Carolina. So, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't, I don't even know Texas. I don't know South Carolina. The only place I've been to in America, I've been to Atlanta, as you guys would say, Atlanta, as we yes, say it. Atlanta. Um, but I, I don't know how similar North Carolina is. It's, it's quite close to um, Georgia, though, isn't it? Yes, yes. You're right. You're correct. That's right. So, how's life in Texas as compared to North Carolina? I would say um, it's quite the same. And I was talking to Dio about this and I was like, hmm, like it doesn't seem much different. It's a lot of similarities um, between South Carolina and Texas. So it wasn't that much of a um, culture shock to me. So. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and Dio, have you always lived in Texas? I have, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I, I really <laughs> love Texas. Yeah, I was born and raised here. So yeah, I'm a... I'm a well, why did you say unfortunately? <laughs> I, was, I was just kidding. He wants to move. There's, there's he wants to move out me, of the state. Yeah, there's yeah. something in me that wants to move. But no, I really absolutely love my state. I, I was talking to a friend who lives in Texas a while back, and he was saying to me, the thing with America is if you, you if you live in America, um, you know, all kinds of seasons and weathers is, is available in America. And that's why America, you know, you, everything, you think America is the world. So, you know, you have the World Series, but the World Series of everything that you play is actually in America. Because, yeah. you know, the parts of America that you go to, you get winter, there are places that are deserts, and it's like the world is, is represented in America. I would have loved to live in America, actually. I would have. Have you, have you guys actually been to London or uh, before? Not no, yet. Not, we'll yet. not yet. We met just um, an amazing... A woman of God from London who we have just fallen in love with yes. through this channel. And so we're hoping to visit. She was just telling us what last week we need to come visit. So we're, we have that on our bucket list for sure. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, um, you know, if you guys carry on this, I'm going to see a time where there will be uh, the Deal and Rail World Tour. How's that? How does that sound to you? Hey. We love it. <laughs> it sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, but guys, listen, let's go back to the music. Um, what are your backgrounds in music? Uh, okay, um, I'll say my backgrounds in music would be uh, gospel. Are we talking to Rel now? Yes, you're talking to Rel. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, well, I could say I would say gospel because I grew up in the church. My father was a pastor. So okay. um, yes, my father yes, I am. I'm a PK. I'm a PK. I was gonna say that. He took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, that's right. Um so yeah, gospel. What else? Um I would also say classical because I went to school for um I studied classical music, so I'm a trained um, Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So um yeah. Classical so, gospel, yeah. Wow, okay. And Dill, how about you? Well, um, I don't have the extensive training that Rel had, professional oh background <laughs> of music, but I did, uh, I'm the same, I'm a PK, so I grew up in church. Uh, okay. Uh, and so I started playing the piano at a very uh, young age, uh, even though I didn't know what I was doing, but over time, those piano, uh, those notes started to develop into chords. And next thing you know, they put me over the youth choir at my church, so here I am teaching youth <laughs> and 
and on and on. So I have about over 10 years of experience as a minister of music uh, for just churches in the central Texas area. So. so did you start playing music in church because maybe the church didn't have any musicians and there was no option, you know, because I've seen that happen in a lot of churches where the pastor's kids are the ones who would be <laughs> be the musicians in there because the church doesn't have any musicians. Right. And then yeah. eventually, you know, people develop and, you know, take it to a different level. Was that your story? No, it wasn't my story. Um, but what happened was um, we had a musician already, but they saw the gift in me and they wanted to put it to use. And so they decided to just give me that opportunity and let me allow me to just, you know, oversee the youth, you know, and it was amazing because I didn't even know I could do it. You know, I was kind of just thrown into the position. And so over time, I just saw my growth and saw what God was doing. And I was really just astonished by it. So very shortly, we're going to go into your reactions on YouTube, but I just want to get a bit more into your backgrounds um what was it like growing up as a pastor's kid and this goes to you real <laughs> that's a um biggie uh i would say i don't know um it was very i guess my parents were they were very strict so i didn't get to do a lot growing up as a child i think you know i didn't get to spend time with um the other kids in school a lot or because i was basically in service all the time <laughs> I was in service all week, 24 hours, 24-7, all the time. But um, I would say it did help me um, grow closer to um, God and my relationship to Jesus. So I am thankful for that. But um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was strict. And, and how about you, Do? Well, you know what? It wasn't hard at all. Uh, my parents were pretty chill, pretty laid back. Um, I actually enjoyed going to church. You know, I, I enjoyed quite well. So I enjoyed business meetings. I enjoyed a lot of weird stuff. Just being a, you know, church kid. It was kind of fun just to gather with the kids because uh, most times I wasn't outside playing. I was doing other things in the house. So um, that was, church was like an adventure. It was like a field trip to me. So I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like a job to me. I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing Uncle Charles. <laughs> but you know what? Because, um, no, it's funny you should say that because I've had, you know, conversations with some other pastor's kids who felt they probably missed out as they were growing. And when they went out to college, it was like, hey, I'm on my own. I'm going to really, really enjoy what I've never enjoyed. Were you at any point in your life, did you ever get to that point where you felt mommy's not here, daddy's not here, pastor is not here so hey let me just hit the world and enjoy myself and when I go back we switch that we, we, we switch back to what we were before oh absolutely Uncle Charles yeah. I am going to be transparent here on this interview <laughs> I did have my fair share of like oh I'm out of the house I can do whatever I want to do but thank God for his grace and mercy that he kept me and I, you know just live and learn you learn from your mistakes yeah. but um yeah yeah, I did go through that um, moment. What do you think brought you back? Was it self-realization or do you think maybe it was prayers into your life? Or wh what was it that brought you back? Uh, I would say, I don't know. I just thought about I have too much purpose for this. Mm. You know, that's what I thought about. I was like, I have too much purpose to um, be out here doing anything, drinking and just as people would say, turning up, getting lit. Like, I just thought about, I, I have too much purpose. God has purposed me to um, just be an example to others. So, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so would you looking back now? Would you say that was character building? Was there any positives to that at all? Oh, uh, absolutely. With regards to that life and how that has helped you build your faith. Yes, I, I would say it was character building in it. Um, and in regards to what you're saying, yeah, it did help me build my faith, and it 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 has shaped me who I am. It shaped who I am today, and I can be a testimony to somebody else who's going through that, and I can help them in that situation. So. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Uh, I, mm, mm. How about you, Dill? Well, I mean, it's funny. I felt like you were just reading my book uh, because when you mentioned college, I started off great in college. You know, there there was this um, a moment that I just recall just even sitting here on this interview where I students wanted to come over to my house, and I was I've always been a worshiper, so I would play music around my apartment worshiping God. And these two grown men walk into my apartment to study, and the next thing I know, Uncle Charles, they're crying, and I'm like, "Why are you crying?" They was like, "We just feel such a presence in here." You mm. know, I'm not saying Jesus not doing anything, but having that one on one with God and being able to take God with me from my hometown to college was such a blessing. I did get off track. Um, you know, there's a real enemy out here and he's the, the enemy of our soul and he yeah. wants to throw us off and get us sidetracked. But I did have that moment where I did steer off. But one thing about it, it which was so unusual to me, I felt such the love of God, even in my, my mess, you yes. know, I felt him at any moment when I wanted to turn around and go back to him that Jesus' arms were stretched out, right? He was like, Dion, you can come back at any moment. I'm here. I love you the same and we can pick up from where we left off. And so wow. I thank God for his grace, like real said, his grace and his mercy, because without it, none of us would be where we are today. So exactly. God is so good. I, t- yeah. I tell you what, that grace is sufficient, isn't yes. it? That yes. grace is sufficient yes. and yes. you can always dip in. I mean, that's not to say we're taking it for granted, but right. just the mere fact that we know that that grace is sufficient, we can always, always go back home. Right. That for me is so um, soothing, if I can use that that word. So let's get into YouTube now. Of all the things in the world, why did you decide to actually become YouTubers, create content? What, what was the motive behind that? You want me to start, Dio? Okay. Well, okay. Um, I can say, well, since Dio, he spoke on this, that I started, I, I actually started YouTube with my brother and the mm. channel was called Brother on YouTube. And um, my brother just came up to me one day. He was like, uh, let's start a YouTube channel. And I was like, you want to start a YouTube channel? I wasn't with it. I was not with it. But he was telling me, he was like, oh, people are making money and stuff on YouTube. He was like, we should do YouTube. I was like, okay. And I, at the time, I was trying to get out of my job. I was working. I did not want to work there anymore. So we started to to do YouTube and our YouTube channel took off. It took off. I believe it has over a million subscribers now um, on that YouTube channel. And um, uh, you you want to take over Dio yeah, for your your sure, side? Sure. Yeah. And so during that time of Rail doing um, <clears throat> reactions with his brother, uh, when Rail and I reconnected again, he, he I asked him. I said, "What are you doing now?" He's like, "I'm a YouTuber." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, mm-hmm. "I create content." I was like, "That's amazing." So I'm checking out their channel. And I enjoyed what I saw them reacting to music because I'm a music lover. And so Rel was like, Dion, I think you should try to create your own channel. You would be good at, great at it. And so I had this fear about it, but I started to upload videos. I think my first video got like 95 views and I think it, it might have 95 <laughs> views to this day, but yeah. it was just, you can't do YouTube for money. You have to do it because you love the content and Absolutely. love what you're doing. And so I started doing that. And so Rel finally, finally visited Texas I think I had visited him maybe two or three times prior to yep. him coming here. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when he got here, 
um, long story short, he decided to stay um, in the birth of Rel and Dio. Here we are. Yeah, here we know. are today. And but you yeah. I, and Dio actually asked me, he asked me if I wanted to do YouTube with him. Right. And then again, I wasn't having it. I didn't want to do it again because I already went through it once with my brother. And But he really encouraged me to do it again. And like you said, that's how we have Rel and Dio TV. Yeah. But it's interesting though, because are you guys actually full time YouTubers? We are. Yes. Wow. You know, so think back, uh, let's probably go back maybe 10 years. Is that something that you could have envisaged that this is what we'll be doing? Or maybe if you had a conversation with your parents and say, we wanted to become YouTubers, what do you think your, your parents would have said to you? Go get a real job. <laughs> absolutely i can say the same thing yes go get a real job because you know how people think they don't think if you're not working eight to five if you're not slaving and grinding day to day that you're not doing what you have been purposed to do and so it's funny you asked that question because i was with one of my uh, friends alexis the other day and she said did you ever see yourself doing this and i was like absolutely not and i honestly you know it's it's it was actually dependent on rail being here because without him being here there would just be DOTV, so to speak. There wouldn't be Rel and DOTV. So uh-huh. every move we make in life is so important. And I feel like, you know, sometimes people are after their purpose. What is my purpose in life? What am I supposed to be doing? And I think God gives us many paths. It just depends on the decisions yes. and moves that we make at any given time. But to answer your question, if if you would have asked me 10 years ago, like, like, would I be doing YouTube? I would say absolutely not. I would be doing something else. Yeah. So would you say this is all very accidental or is actually in God's plan for you? What I, and, and if it was God's plan for you, how could you tell that it was God's plan for you? Wow, that's a great question. So I, I in my own in, infinite mind or weak mind as a human, I would say, yeah, it was accidental, but I think God knew all along. Yeah. And so... You know, it's interesting because people think, oh, it can't be a ministry. God can't get glory through a YouTube channel. Well, yes, he can, because just a couple of weeks ago, Rel was on a YouTube live and we were just worshiping live with our viewers and he gets a prophetic word about backs being healed. And this lady had had a chronic back condition for the past, I don't know, 18, 20 years, and she's healed on a live. Wow. What, What? And so that changed my mindset to say, hey, ministry is more than just a mic in a pulpit. Ministry is more than just singing a song. It's, mm. it, it can get down to just being with people because, you know, I traveled the world um, in 2016 just doing administrative and working behind conferences and stuff and, and just seeing how ministers operate. And you think you have to do it on that level, but God can use anything to get the glory out of. Yes, and to add on to what Dia was saying, I would say I would I can say it was God's plan because where I came from a YouTube channel where we just reacted to just secular music. At the time we at the time we did react to gospel every now and then, but it mm. started fading away to where we just completely left God out the picture. And God God knew my heart. He knew like I wanted to glorify his name and just spread spread his name through um the platform that I was on. So I would say it was God's plan because we didn't, I didn't even know this, this was going to happen, but here we are reacting to African gospel and it's, it has just been amazing. It's been a blessing. So, yeah. So if you're tuning into conversation right now, I'm having a chat with um, Dale and Rel from um, Dale and Rel TV. Um, these are a couple of guys who live in America who react to music from 
all corners of, of, of the earth. But at the moment, they seem to be concentrating a lot in Africa. Tell us, dear or real, whichever one of you, um, why that interest in Africa? Um, okay, so I would say we were just, well, we were just seeking God and just trying to see what should we react to, who should we react to. And I, I told Dion, I was praying one day, and I believe I heard Africa. And I was like, let's go for it. Let's go for Africa. And what was the first, you remember the first reaction we reacted to? It was a youth choir on um, America's Got Talent. Okay, it was a youth choir on America's Got Talent. I forgot mm. their name. Yeah, I, It was like Nudlevu Youth Choir, something like that. Mm. But then um, what kind of got us really into um, the African music was um I believe it's a viral hit now, Jerusalem. Lima, I don't know. Yeah. Jerusalem, yeah. 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 And that's what really brought a lot of attention um to our page. And that's how we got into the gospel. Um yeah. I mean, when we think of gospel music, everybody talking about gospel music automatically thinks about America. So you have the Fred Hammonds, you have the Donnie McClurkins, you have the you know, so much talent. And you guys, more or less, bypassing that through the back door, you're bringing Africa to the world, wow. and 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 for me, that's 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 amazing. And uh, what exactly has impressed you about African music? Um, for me, I I would have to say the sincerity and the anointing. Um, I mean, it's it's obvious that Africa has amazing musicians and minstrels and singers and you know it's funny that um africa looks up to um american singers but i think american singers need to look up to african singers mm. wow that's that's a big statement that's yeah, a big wow. statement real what what do you say about that um i can agree i i agree to that statement to what he just said because the music is so exhilarating it's electrifying it's moving you can feel it that's it's important to feel something it's important to have that passion you know to have that passion to experience that passion that hunger through that music for god and i can say we we we've been experiencing that for um through african gospel music i mean i know sometimes you know some some of those videos have um translations on them so it's quite easy to follow what's going on but i've seen you react to videos as well where there's no translation and people are speaking their native language and yet still you just hit that glory bump how does that happen (laughs) yes um i can say um we've said this before on the channel the holy spirit has no barriers the holy spirit has no barriers so even um, at the fact that we couldn't understand what they were saying, we still experienced the just the power of the Holy Spirit in that through that video. So, um, yeah, that's where the glory bombs just come through. <laughs> so, yeah. so be, tell me this, because I've always wanted to ask you this. Um, you know, before you actually um, started watching um, these videos from Africa, um, did it ever cross your mind that you know there was this? level of musicianship from from the continent or if somebody has said to you gospel music from africa what would your impression have been i probably would be like uh, i'll see about it you know i'll think about checking it out you know really it's once you discovered it, it's like it was a hidden jewel in the field that you found and you just went and hid again to just sell everything you had just to yeah. obtain that you know what i'm saying yeah it was so 
so powerful. The first song, well, actually, gospel reaction song I think we heard was Benjamin Debate and Ja'Kalen Carr. Ja'Kalen Carr, yeah. Do it, Lord. Okay. Do it, Lord. And then our second one was Joyous Celebration, Who Am I? Oh, after that, it was just like bananas to us. It was like it was like a laid out table. Like we I mean It's like where have we been? Where have we been? Kind of thing, is it? Yeah. 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 Like why haven't we known about this all this time? Why has it it taken us this long to discover the music? And thanks to the the um, you know, our South African and Nigerian and all the subscribers Ghanian who were sending us these requests because without that, we would have never discovered some of this music. Yeah. So do you think um, you know, in the Christian community, especially in, in, in America, within the African African American community, um, people haven't come to the realization of what because I, I i know joy of celebration where at potter's house a few years ago they did a live recording um at bishop td jake's church and it was just it was mayhem right but do you think a lot of other people would benefit from exposure to, to this music from from the african continent absolutely i believe that a lot of people's prayer lives would be very much different. <laughs> I honestly, um, I know that's a big statement to say. I, I believe a lot of people's prayer lives would be totally, completely changed through African gospel music because our our prayer lives have changed. So, absolutely, yeah. People need this, people need this music, Uncle Charles, and they don't even know it yet. So, when you say your prayer lives have changed through listening to African gospel music, what exactly do you mean? Uh, I would say that we were praying before, but it's just like, I don't know. It's like on another level. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's the closeness. It's like a nearness. You feel like a closeness to God um, through hearing the Afri- African gospel music. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I, I agree with you. I feel like the African music, it has a supernatural supernatural ability to draw people to God. Mm. That's good. Mm. I feel like yeah. it has a I supernatural energy mm. to draw people to God. It's very strange. Mm. Yeah. I mean, let's take you to one of my favorite reactions. It was when you reacted to um, Niela, who's actually Ghanaian, but lives in the UK and was in America for Sunday Best. Um, I think that was one of my favorite reactions as well. What did you, because I think, um, I, I, I can't remember if it was Rel, I think Rel made a statement, or I can't remember which one of you, but you know, like people actually thinking she's coming out from outside of America and she was going to literally flop or something of that nature. Oh, yeah. What What did you think, you know, when this lady from Ghana lives in, in the UK, flown to America to be part of um, Sunday Best, which is which is an American institution in itself. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's cool that you know Sunday Best is known like that, and that it you know gives people affords people that opportunity from even far away to come and be a part of the competition. Now, Rel and I, we are huge fans of Sunday Best. We have watched it for all the seasons that it's been on. But um, usually, what you find out is that these people that come from different parts of the world, they'll come and they just don't make it past the the audition for whatever reason. And so Niella, when she hit the stage and we heard her voice, was like, "Wow, she's mm-hmm. amazing!" We knew instantly that she was going to be a part of the competition, and that if if she didn't win it, she was going to make it pretty pretty far. Yes. And so that was amazing to see because I think Americans are, you know. I mean, let's. I mean, let's just cut right to it. You have these shows, and they'll use people just for ratings. 
You know, mm-hmm. so like, okay, let's just get her on the show so that we could just say we had somebody from far away and then let's just cut her. To give it that international look. Right. Basically. I agree. Yeah. And so Niella showed them like, I didn't come to play games. I'm here to win mm-hmm. it. And no, we were so proud of her. We connected with her. She's just a beautiful soul and beautiful spirit. So, yeah. I mean, of all the videos that you've watched, um, can you, if I asked you to mention maybe a couple that really impressed you and why do those, I'm not talking about Sunday Best, but, you know, videos from across the African continent in general. Um, can you just mention, I mean, you obviously you've mentioned Reverend Benjamin Dube and Jacqueline Carr. Um, are there any other videos that you think because of A, B, C and D, we think these videos were outstanding? <laughs> can I go Ooh. first? Why you think? Can I go first? You- I'm just going to say this for me. Bow, I have to say it, Bow Down and Worship Him by Benjamin DeBay. Oh, when yes. I heard that song, because Uncle Charles, we heard, that's a song here in the States. We used to sing that at one of the churches I used to play for. But the anointing in that song and the way they packaged it, it we were in tears. I think that was our yeah. first teary like reaction. We were in yeah. tears. We were floored because of the presence of God. And so we that, prayed to that song afterwards. Yeah, we that, prayed. That's my favorite. Yeah. One of my faves. What about you? Wow. I can, I'll say the same. Same. Yeah. The same for that. Yeah. So Rel, when you you know when a song's playing and it gets to a point where you stand up and you go glory bomb, is that just <laughs> for the cameras or is that you know something that's happened to you? That is. Actually, that is something that is actually happening happening to me at the moment. I know a lot of people probably think that I'm just like most of the time. I am just you know I'm because you're, you're very animated. On yes, I'm very animated. I'm a goofy person, but when that glory bomb hits, that is real. It's real. It's just something electrocuting me at the time. It's it's one of the angels, Uncle Charles. They're throwing the bomb down. I'm just getting electrocuted. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> so, so i mean you know looking at how you guys enjoy it you know because it, it, it looks like that's all you do now it's just basically reacting to all these um all these african videos now what do you think is a way forward for doing real i'm sorry uncle charles can you no, i was just saying um you know lately just watching what you guys do it looks like all you do is react to these african videos so what do you think is a way forward for you guys? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. We just, you know, I wish I could say we have a solid plan for yeah. the rest of the year going into 2021. We don't know what God is going yeah. to do. But what I will tell you is that we're enjoying this moment. We're enjoying just connecting with the people. One mm-hmm. thing about Africa and that what we've been shocked about is America carries such this stardom when it comes to musicians, but the artists in Africa have shown so much support to us. Yes. You know, by messages, by videos, you know, even down to Matima, who is our fate, you know, we just love her. And the other day she's like, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to talk to you guys on video chat, just to chat, you know? And we're like, you guys are so phenomenal that you like family. Yeah. You want to take time to just get to know us and just, you know, fellowship. So it's been just phenomenal. And uh, we know it's only up for here. We do have plans to come to uh, South Africa, uh, maybe around Easter time next year. So we're just going to pray that all is well wow. and that it would afford us that, uh, you know, COVID would afford us that opportunity. To- uh, listen, don't, don't even, don't mind COVID. Whether he likes it or not, it's going to go where it came from. 
we, right. we don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. definitely going to happen. I was talking about COVID. Um, do you guys think, um, well, we, in, in this time when people had to work from home and stuff like that, do you think working on your own stuff on, on YouTube has been a blessing during the COVID era? Yes, it has. It's been a huge blessing. You know, we weren't really affected as some people were. So, um, yeah, it's been a blessing. Yeah, and even for the audience, they've they've really kind of expressed to us, you know, people that have dealt with depression and kind of mental issues to say, hey, you guys are my happy pills. You know, even when I'm feeling down, I can go to your channel and know that I will be uplifted in this time. So just to know that God would use our channel, you know, as a light and as a beacon to people all around the world is absolutely amazing. So we're the, the interesting thing about your channel is, you know, as much as, you know, what you do is quite serious, there's, um, I, I hate to use the word comical side to it, but there's a lighter side to it where yeah. people can actually, you, you do get entertained. And, um, you know, guys, uh, if you're listening, you really need to check out the the channel um, is um, Deal and Rel TV. I, I always get it r- wrong way around. Did I say it right? The right way around. Yeah. Rel and Dio yeah, TV. Rel and Dio TV. Rel and Dio TV, right. Okay. Uh, you, you need to go check out their channel. It's it's such fun and you will definitely, definitely be blessed. I can promise you that. Um I've been I've been watching that channel for um and I can't I can't wait for when your notifications pop up because I know there's gonna be some fun in there. Some <laughs> have you ever had any issues with maybe copyright issues and stuff like that? All the time. All mm. the time, and it can get frustrating. It can get frustrating, but we found a way around it. You want to talk talk about that, deal? Yeah, Uncle Charles. You know, copyright is just something serious, and um, you know, reactions. A lot of people don't know reactions. They abide by fair use guidelines. Okay, we okay. Have the legal right to use them. However, okay. um, there's just some companies that don't bow to that, and they'll either block us or you know whatever, take our videos down. So we've had to kind to. Uh, create a platform because Africa, they want so much content from us. And so we said, okay, guys, if we create a Patreon uh, to post these reactions that we can't post on YouTube, will you support? And they're like, absolutely. So we let our subscribers set the prices for them and everything. And so they pay a small fee um, just to get that extra content. Okay. Okay. So, so that's, that's, that's a way around it. That's, that's a way around it. Listen, guys, I think what you guys are doing is awesome. Uh, you're helping to put those names out there, names that people would never, never, ever, ever have heard of. I was saying that, do you think there is something else that these African artists can do to actually put their names out a, a lot more, maybe in, by way of marketing? Uh, what can they do to get this great content out there? I would say just um, continue connecting with their um, supporters. When you connect with the, connect with your supporters, make them feel like they're your family. I feel that helps, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that helps a lot when you make your supporters feel like they're just family to you. Yeah, yeah. and I agree. You know, we you have to use social media to your advantage. You know, there's so many ways. You know, especially during this quarantine, a lot of people are on their phones and online a lot more. So just kind of strategically positioning yourself on different platforms and not being bound to one thing. Like say, mm-hmm. if you're just doing YouTube, maybe you need to do YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know on any given day sometimes. And the thing is uh, the whole key to all of this is don't give up because I could have gave up a long time ago. Real I'm sure could have gave up a long time ago because you don't see uh, people watching your videos. You don't see the traction and engagement that you want to see. But as you're consistent, you'll see the results that you long for. 
I, I was going to say that you, you took the words right out of my mouth. So you're saying consistency pays. Because yeah. I think earlier on, you mentioned that when you posted your first video, about 90 something people watched. And that sometimes can be quite demoralizing, isn't it? Yeah, it can, it can be. And that's I mean, why doing it for the right reason is so important. You got to have a passion for it. Yeah. So the passion comes before profit. Absolutely. 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 But then eventually with consistency and persistence, then, you know, people get pulled towards the channel, you know, something like that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Wow. Anyway, listen, guys, I'm just I'm, I'm just enjoying this conversation here. And if you've just tuned in, uh, we're having a conversation with um, Dio and Rel. They're YouTubers from America who react to all kinds of music. But lately, um, they're, they're kind of specializing in, in, in African gospel music. So if I was to ask you, uh, Rio or, or, or Del, what am I saying, real or deal, deal or real? If I was to ask you um, four things that you've taken out of African music or being exposed to African music, what would it be? So they'll give us a couple and Rel give us a couple as well. Um, Dio, you want to go wow, first? Wow, <laughs> that we've taken away. Wow. Wow, that, that God is... God is still who he says he is, um, that his presence is, is, is existing. He's here. He's, he's ever present, um, because you can feel that so strongly, uh, through the music. And, um, um, another thing I would say is that, um, it has caused me to do what we all should do. Put God first. Um, Africa, the music in Africa has caused me to reevaluate my life and what I, you know, kind of my priorities in life. And so making God the first thing and putting God first at everything is of utmost importance. And so that's some of the takeaways that I've received from listening to African music from Africa. And you, you did mention something about God being here. Would that would, would you then say that that kind of um, cements the whole idea of the universality of God? So the God in America is the same God in Africa, same God in Europe. Absolutely. He is God everywhere. everywhere. You know, there's no limitations to him. Um, what we just are so astonished about, the, the you know, he's the God of Africa. And oh, yes, he is. You yes. know, like, like after yeah. listening to the music, like they Africa loves God and it shows so much to the mm -hmm. music. How, how about how about you, um, Real? You know, Dio, he just said a lot of great stuff. I'm over here just trying to think of something right now. He took the words out of my mouth. But I can say um, it has taught me, I can say, um, uh, to just be encouraged, to, to be encouraged and to stay encouraged. And um, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, the music is very encouraging. So yeah. it, it, it has taught me just be encouraged, stay encouraged, and um, to um, look into the hills. Yeah. yeah. Be encouraged and look look up to the hills. Guys, yeah. listen, it's been amazing um talking to you. I know you guys are waiting to um to probably watch some TV and follow the results of the elections. Uh we're gonna talk about the results of the election sometime in the future. Uh but you know, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your precious time this evening. You'll probably be chilling and doing something more fun than this. Uh, but you've made time and I am very, 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 very grateful. Uh, but before you go, can you actually um, tell us how people can connect with you? Sure. 
Um, you guys can connect with us on YouTube. Um, all of our react, most of our reactions are on there. You just type in rail.dotv. We also have an Instagram page. Our Instagram handle is rail.dotv, and then we also have a Patreon page uh, where you can see exclusive content um, that we don't post on YouTube. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash rdtv. Guys, listen. Um, I cannot, as I keep saying, I cannot thank you enough. I am very, very grateful. Um, for your time. Um, I pray God's blessings upon you and I pray that your channel grows and grows and grows and whatever you're doing, the Lord will rain his blessings upon it. But before we go, please do us a favor. Um, choose a song for us that we can play out. I'm going to say Make Away, Benjamin Dubé. You know, I think I'm beginning to get an idea that Benjamin Dube happens to be one of my favorite <laughs> artists. There's no two ways about that, you know. All right, listen, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I have good plans for you. Big plans to help prosper. No plans to make you perish. Trust in me, I'll make your way. I don't ever count your mistakes I forgive you for all your sins I am the great I am Just trust in me, I'll make you well Even in my darkest shame Lord, you were still my light The way, the truth, the life I trust you will make a way Trust you will make a way. Trust you will make a way. I believe it's safe. I trust you will make a way. I trust you will make a way. I trust you will make a way.
and their plans to help you prosper. No plans to make perish. Just believe He has made way. He says, even in your darkest, I still shine so bright. For I'm the way, the truth, the love. You know what? He has made a way. God bless you. Thank you.